Welcome back to this week's Sunday's Come Down. Hey guys, this is Estevan and this is my podcast. Hey y'all, this is Ricardo and we out here in beautiful Balboa Park coming at you live. Not live. Not live. <laughs> but we are live. <laughs> Literally coming to you alive from Balboa Park. Uh, this is, okay, so this is what, maybe this isn't the first week of our quarantine. This is our first week of shelter in place this is our yeah this is our first weekend of shelter in place um yeah and i mean i guess it is sort of like uh contradictory to be told to shelter in place and to be out and about but we're not just out and about um you know according to the the order you're allowed to go for a walk you know for your mental health to maintain some sort of like sense of uh you know that you're not in apocalypse or something so you know we're allowed to go out to the park and keep our distance and maintain um you know a healthy distance obviously if you're out there like sick and coughing and sneezing then stay home but you know there's people out here walking their dogs you know going for a jog i literally saw someone get a blowjob down one of the trails so social distance things are no i'm just kidding but <laughs> this is week this is our first week and we California the state of California has been ordered to stay home um, we're trying to do this social distancing um, to prevent the contamination uh, more more contamination of the coronavirus and you know there, we ha- we have we are trying to become very creative in how to spend our time um, yeah people have uh, trying to become very creative throughout the day ways to Make it through this whole situation, and uh, the scariest part is that you don't know when, you know, the end is gonna come. As far as you know, the shelter in place or everything shut down, it, it, there's it's everything is an unknown, you know, and that's the the most dis, dis like Scary. stressful thing. That is the scariest part. People don't like not knowing what the fuck is next, and mm-hmm. I think that that's that's what's going on right now. Me personally, it, it is. Um, it is. It is. It's pretty scary. Um, like my school had my classes have gone online completely. Um, I tried going, uh, just going to work um, and trying to do some lift. It, it's not busy out there. People are not going anywhere, and so obviously, like that affects me um, economically. Luckily, I'm I'm good right now. Right now, but you know. That's just me. There's different. There's different perspectives. There's different roles. There's different people out there going through this that have different um, points of views. There's people with kids. There's big families. There's elderly. Um, so, you know, it's 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 a lot to handle. Um, it's a lot for everybody. It is a lot. It, it has it has completely transformed our right our idea of what our world was and how it operated how it moved um i mean i've had i feel like this is a very existential crisis personally um it just makes me it makes me wonder what the world is going to look like in a year you know and um it just puts into question so many so many things that we had going on as a society just the the, the frivolity of everything that we had available and how you know we took we take for granted the most minuscule things because we're a society that is based on maybe or not based but um you know relishes in in like immediacy of everything and the comfort of like you know ordering things and it's like delivered to you and 
um, now everything is, is cut off. So everything's closing down too. Um, businesses are closing down. Just they were ordered to close down only essential businesses, and what that what that entails is basically pharmaceutical pharmacies, um, doctors' offices, grocery stores. Um, I think a couple other places, but a lot of gyms are closed. Uh, you know, just basic places to go eat, just go, just to go, have, you know, have a meal. Everything's basically closing down, and so it's it's kind of scary. But you know, just thinking twice about things is just get come into role for me. Like, do I really want to go do this now? Do I really need to go do this? Or even if I need to go to the store and get stuff, like, do I have my disinfectant out with me? Do I have my mask? Do I, you know? What do I need? I it's just more strategically. The other day I went grocery shopping for my grandma, and this was at a local market. It wasn't at a franchise, but the local market was taking heavy measures and was having people like first having people line up at the door of the grocery store and have them go inside. They would have them disinfect their hands. They would have them wear some gloves, and then they would give them a shopping cart, and then you can go in. And so it was a lot. A lot of people were complaining, but a lot of people were like, you need to calm down because this is necessary. Um, And just having that type of like, those type of just just extra measures to keep things um, at a maintainable or clean and, you know, place is really good. And I think that a lot of people need to step up and, and doing more things like that. I mean, I've got, you know, that was just one of the small markets, but... Um, I've gone to like more of the franchises and stuff like, you know, Walmart and Target and, and they're there, but they're, you know, they're not as efficient or they're not as proactive to do things like they're that little market was the most proactive approach that I've seen between all the stores that I've gone to. Of course. Yeah, if you go to Walmart or Target or whatever, the, there's no measures to keep people distance or you know to to not have more than a certain amount of people in the room is just a free-for-all over there so i mean maybe that's why places like china um or or, you know china to begin with took such drastic measures and it's totally different you know it's like hard to compare because china already is a place that is high on surveillance and on um enforcing their rules people (laughs) they got a lot of people you know well yeah but you know they have like a, a lot more strict um you know law enforcement and mm. so over here for example if um you know they say shelter in place and somebody's walking around you know you know may- maybe it would be like uh cops like chasing you and beating you but over here we have like the aclu and you know we have activist uh organizations that defends the 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 human rights of people so we don't have the capacity i believe to enforce any kind of measures like they do in china and in china now they're sort of like getting back to normal and and like there's like almost no cases or new cases and stuff so you know they're getting better but at what cost you know or what's what's it going to take for for that to happen here because now we're getting to the point where china was a month ago or two months ago and um i don't think over here people are going to be 
very accepting of martial law or anything that strict, you know? It, yeah, I, I, people don't like being told what to do. And I, I mean, I don't. I sure as fuck this don't. This is America. <laughs> and I think a lot of Americans that act that way. Um, and they're already discussing a national lockdown, you know, a national, like they did in, in California, like to go national with this thing. Already four states have done what California is doing. But even even here in California, it, it doesn't feel as like intense, you know, as it, as it, as it was in China. Well, in China, it was mandatory. And videos came out of actual police, you know, or, or um, law enforcement coming after civilians because they were out a certain time or because they were told to be home, but they weren't. And, right. and so obviously here, like we're here outside and we were told to stay home and we're outside. Of course, I don't see that the biggest, the same pop- type of population that China has here. Mm-hmm. I think that that's why maybe we don't see that. I do think that a national lockdown would benefit what we're trying to accomplish, right? Because, so the way that I see it is, so incubation here, I'm, this comes from like the CDC, but incubation time comes from like the two, from two days, no, from two days to 14 days. And then it says in parentheses, may go up to 24 days. What that means is basically we need to like keep people locked down for that amount of days just so that we know if you're infected, it's going to take that amount of days for you to just stop being contagious. Yeah, or for to develop the symptoms and for you to be like, oh, maybe I have this or whatever. And, and so if if we can't even like just having having the whole um, the whole population of one country to stay those 14 to 24 days inside incubated is going to be hard. You know what I mean? I don't, yeah. I think it's possible, but I don't think that things will go well. <laughs> Right. Well, if, if we don't follow the rules, I mean, it's hard to put it into into practice, you know, like we have how many million people in the country, you know, but uh, but I think people are being pretty proactive about it. Yeah. They're being pretty good about it. Um, you know, as far as I've seen, you know, like you're still allowed to go on walks and, and like for your mental health, as we did, we walked around a little bit like this area and um and we saw other people doing similar things, but you know, everybody was very kind of keeping their space. Um, I do something that really struck me or made me even just kind of ponder on how they're getting through this is the homeless. Oh, yeah. The homeless population is obviously like still out here. They have nowhere to go. Um, I have heard, I, I think I saw this, I think it was on TV, I'm not even sure, but that there's no reported cases between the homeless people. Um, but of course, that statement to me is kind of like baloney. <laughs> well, it doesn't mean much if they don't, if we don't really. If know. we don't even have enough tests to test anyone, they're not even going to test the homeless people. You yeah. know what I mean? They so, might just think they have a cold and they, they don't report it. And that's the thing. Like, um, we don't really know how many cases there are because there's people are not getting getting tested at the first feeling of a cold or a fever or whatever. Most people might think that it's just a cold, you know. So we just don't know how many cases there are how how much is this spread out only mostly the people who are like on the verge of dying go to the hospital and then they get tested and they're like oh yeah you got the coronavirus but what about all the other people who might have very uh, lesser feelings or symptoms i mean um it's just like how spread is it you know and we don't know well she's spreading real good and she's spreading she's spreading like butter she's spreading like butter um but yeah i think that's crazy that whole this whole situation that we're in is really um 
it's it's impacting. I was taking it a little bit more lax, maybe like last week. I want to say sorry. Also, we were supposed to have your brother in here. Oh yeah, this week, but now with this whole situation. This whole situation right now, so. is shifting our things like in a certain way. And, yeah. And it's to me, I think yes, like we are going through this, and yes, we we are. We are having to step up, um, but let's take like an optimistic approach. Um, a lot of like for me, <laughs> my mom was watching. Um, I think oh, she was watching uh, some Mexican like news station, and and I think the way that they were approaching um, how to, like just the, the information or how to like give the information was very panicky. Like they were like, "There's not enough tests. There's not enough this. There's not enough masks." We don't have enough ventilators. They're taking a ventilator. Like they were just like panicking, and I get it. Like you know, we're 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 obviously panicking and stuff. But if the whole world panics, like the whole world is gonna crumble even more because we don't think right. We're not getting enough oxygen. You're starting to like just like take a deep like trying to take a deep breath, and you're not even remembering to breathe. Just take a deep breath and remember like your essentials and what you need to get done today and 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 what you need to get done this week um and keeping in mind like just kind of a sense of normalcy um with that maybe like some tips that we could that i've seen at least um that we could implement in our daily routines um is basically that having a normal routine and having like a sense of schedulness to your day um today's saturday today's kind of like a weird day for me because everyone at home is at home for me i live at home with family so i i just there's too much going on i'm an only child so i'm a lot much more of an introvert i like my my own alone space and just kind of like quietness and stuff um but i do like being around people however just being there all day with people is is too much for me a little bit definitely people need to need to um, do something for their own uh, mental health because even if we come out of this thing like healthy or free of the coronavirus like I feel like I don't know how long this is gonna go for but people are gonna have like major depression people are gonna have PTSD over this they're gonna have diabetes because they've been eating everything in sight for the past you know several weeks or whatever cholesterol fucking cirrhosis (laughs) because bitch like you've been drinking every day like I don't know but I feel like this is this might cause a whole bunch of other um, symptoms or diseases conditions yeah if um, if this goes on for a really long time you know so I feel like you need to uh, take care of your, like your health and your mental health and do something big. I mean at the end of the day we do have to stay in as much as possible it's yes like, go on a walk you know once a day or something or walk the do- I see people walking the dog like people have to walk the dogs um, but for the most part I mean it's just like a, a new time days to, in, yeah. to find find new meaning to life I guess you know and find new things to do and if you can go to the gym and you're dying to work out then do some fucking push-ups and some crunches some sit-ups um you know like take up cooking again or i don't know take a course on how to sew or uh, on the computer learn how to code or how to fucking edit video or something it's just like there's so many things that we can do you know like for example myself i started taking this course on how to edit uh, audio that i didn't know 
she is she is putting her advice to clinical use right now. Um, yes. And yes. So moving forward, she is going to be editing at least for now. Which I'm gonna come out of this like I'm gonna be a DJ. I'm gonna be like. Andale. I mean, France. I've been, I've been, I've been writing some songs for um. For, Andale. So you're writing songs and lyrics, I'm, not I'm, songs, lyrics. Ah, uh, pues igual. You so can be my producer. Music and then I am another one. Otra. <laughs> 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 We're gonna have to come up with something, but no, yes, I think you have to be creative in how to spend your time right now. And um, I've just seen the girls going through it because they can't go to the gym or they can go get their hair cut, or they can go get their eyebrows waxed. Bitches are going through it. Are you coming time. for me right now? Is this what's happening? Like, well, I don't want to say, it, but you look <laughs> a big old mess. I mean, I'm complaining about not being able to go get a haircut. I haven't had a haircut in maybe three weeks. Um, and I don't know that the barbers down in Chula Vista are closed yet. I did. I think someone texted me in that group chat or texted us that that the barber shops are being closed down in Chula Vista, which sucks. Well, they have to. I mean, this is very close contact. Luckily, I have great bone structure, so that's not a problem. For me. Yeah. <laughs> just, just kidding. But um, you know, just find a way and, and using humor. Sometimes for me, it's it's a way to kind of deal with my minute-to-minute stress <laughs> like I, I have that like that scary anxious like when things get a little scarier anxious and I st- I'll make like a mechanism of to laugh so for me it comes naturally to use humor but sometimes if you if realistically the situation that we're in is funny and sarcastic laugh at it because it's just a way to like express your feelings it doesn't necessarily mean that you're laughing at yourself or the situation or trying to minimize it mm-hmm. it's just you coping with the fucking whatever it is that we're dealing with right now to me it doesn't really aff- it hasn't really affected me emotionally too much because bitch i cried i already <laughs> did you really no i'm just kidding <laughs> because i like i don't mind staying at home being fucking a homebody being lazy you know not doing anything <laughs> I mean, I don't, I mean, not necessarily, but I don't mind, you know, stay home, like, for a, a whatever amount of time or having minimal contact with people. Like, it doesn't, I don't think about that, and it doesn't, like, make me distraught or make me feel distraught. But what really does make me feel, like, disturbed about this whole situation is just the fact that, like, one single thing was able to, like, shut down our entire society um, to, like, to a halt, like, completely stop it and um, debil- or make us like unable to to c- function on our daily lives anymore and you know there's a lot of conspiracy theories of people who say like oh maybe this was planted or it was created in a, in a laboratory Trump planned it whatever. no I'm just kidding <laughs> I mean I'm not gonna say that yes or no because I don't know nobody, we don't know nobody knows but even if it wasn't even if it was something that happened naturally like they say that it came out of an animal and was you know passed on to a person the fact that it happened alone it like it's it's shocking because maybe like this it's like a precedent or like an example for maybe some evil organization or somebody that wants to fuck shit up you know and it's just like it doesn't take much more than a fucking uh, virus that affects one two to four percent uh, or like kills two to four percent of the people that it infects and the whole society comes to a halt you know and it's just like i i feel so much more vulnerable as a human being and as a part of this society because of this virus you know it is i uh, might yeah that, that's a scary thought to be that that it was man-made um I don't know that that I, I haven't researched into it into my conspiracy theory, but that's one of my conspiracy theories that it was man-made and that it was produced 
for some beneficial mm-hmm. type of way, whether it be to cure another type of another type of disease or to cure something. You know what I mean? It could have been made for a, a bigger, a more evil way, um, like maybe killing. I don't know, someone trying to minimize the population or trying to make our president look good or trying to promote a type of like pandemic type of way of living moving forward. Like I, I, there's so many ways that they could have used this for a beneficial way or an opportunistic way, right? Well, I uh, had this Uber driver yesterday (gasps) or two days ago and he was like coming up with the whole Illuminati, like New World Old Order um, theory, conspiracy theory, where, you know, he was saying how, and I've, I've read about this or heard about this before in, uh, in other, I don't know, places or whatever, but he was saying how this is part of the plan of this, like, New World Order Illuminati, like, group or whatever, where the idea is to create, like, a one currency and, like, a one world government and just sort of have everybody under the same rule and just to have more power so that they can have more power. Yeah. And what, what that entails is, um, you know, like, like he said, one currency, but it also entails more like uh, surveillance and vigilance. Of- well, yeah, it becomes like bigger bro- Big Brother because right. everything is owned by one, basically, or goes to the same person. Yeah, so he was saying this to me, and I was like, I mean, I can't say that this is far-fetched or not, because what's happening right now is far-fetched already, you know? And um, and then he's the only one, the one thing I remember he said at the end was like, but under this new rule, he said, the silver, the, the value of gold and silver is going to go like up through the roof. So if you can, you know, get secure some gold and silver, you know, keep that because that's going to be very valuable. I don't have any gold. I was like, ah, when is the... Who the fuck am I? Rick Ross? Or was it a little <laughs> fucking like gold teeth? You know? I don't know, but he was like, get some gold. I was like, All right, I'm going to need some. I'm he was crazy, some. but... Um, I love that. He also, when I got in the Uber, like he asked me like, what are you doing? And I was like, I work for you know the, the tv channel i work for and he was like oh they got the hottest uh the hottest chicks there da, da, da. and he started talking about like all these i was like oh, God. But, uh, i like him already um but yeah so one of your let's go back to the tips <laughs> the tips the tips that um so tips to kind of like just stay stay staying productive right so we have to do like a schedule um waking up whether you like working out in the morning or in the evening working out is a great way to just get some of that like blood flowing through your body get some oxygen in there deep breaths is really good um going out for a walk keeping a good distance if you don't feel like you want to or it's too scary for you don't do it obviously um another thing is like obviously the ways that we are communicating with people um, if you have, if you're if you're at work and you need to make a business phone call, go walk during that phone call. Like just go, go, go walk in the park, go walk down the street and have that phone call, because it's it's just ways to kind of like staying active and just keeping your mind off of other things as well, whilst staying productive at the same time. Um, I love the use of whilst. Wow, that I'm my well, English is getting better. I feel like ever since we started this podcast, and mostly because I don't know, I, I, listen, <laughs> I probably listen to myself and I'm like, more. chingada madre. But well, it's also probably like the schooling that I'm taking, <laughs> but anyways, um, taking you know, taking a nice walk, um, 
FaceTiming has come a lot into play. Uh, I've been FaceTiming more often than not now, and I don't know. I don't appreciate it. First of all, because I don't look good all the day. I don't. I. I mean, I never like FaceTiming to begin with, um, but now I feel like maybe we are more forced to do it. And I've seen people like doing like group chats or whatever, where there's like several people, and then they do like a happy hour, like a virtual happy hour. Yeah, we were supposed to do that stuff later. Like that. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess I guess it's a good you know way to way to stay connected to other it people. It is. It really is. Um, um, I just, I hate talking to people. <laughs> well, I hate talking to certain people, but I do like talk. I should try it because then I'm talking to people I actually like. So, I will try that. So, uh, amidst all this tragedy, all this calamity, all this crisis, you know, at least I'm waiting for my check from the government. Bitch, where's my check? I expect a full $1,200 check in my mailbox. Um, I'm not, that's that's not something that's been established. So, no. as y'all know, we're talking about the government plan to send uh, at least, uh, no, at the most, $1,200 um, per person. And um, the more money you make, the less money you would get. But, like, only if you make over $75,000. So, if you make $75,000 or less, you get $1,200. If you make, if for every $100 more that you make over $75,000, you get $5 less. And that caps out at $100,000. So if you make over $100,000, you don't get anything. I think so if you bad. get like, if you make about $85,000, let's say, then you're getting about like $800. I don't know. That's like, I don't got that. It's app. a lower number. But it's just like, it means that you get less and less. And if you don't have income or you have very li- little income, I think under like a couple thousand dollars, then you get less money. You get like 600 or less because obviously it was working so you obviously didn't need the money to begin with i mean honestly um, yeah. But yeah um that's that's and that should be i mean i think that's coming out in like a couple weeks though right if that bill is passed right. right because it hasn't passed yet um what's already been passed is already like the sick leave with um with businesses um they approved 104 billion dollars um for it to help americans with sick leave family leave um, another thing that it's going to is two-week paid sick leave um, for either if you're sick or people who are need to be quarantined. Um, and you know what sucks is like a lot of these, a lot of a lot of this is more aimed towards the businesses, and some of these small businesses are the ones that are really suffering because they don't have the financial stability to be able to pay out these sick leaves or to even keep some of these workers. Um, working and it's it's really impacting just because it's 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 not affecting me personally but i have had friends that are saying oh I, i'm out of a job right now or i'm having to work independently even just my barber was like oh i i'm not working right now because we're closed mm-hmm. and so i have to work independently so well, i don't know if they're like they get a they get a bailout just like big companies and huge mm-hmm. corporations have gotten bailouts in the past in this country hopefully we bail out the small business sector because they're the ones who really are going to suffer because big companies or big stores that have like a lot of money or millions or whatever i'm sure they'll pause and they'll lose you know part of their money and they'll fire a lot of people but i'm sure that they'll survive but 
the real victim is gonna be all these small businesses who, you know, the longer this goes, the less likely is that they'll stay afloat, that they'll be that they'll be able to reopen. And um, if things if things keep being this bad, then I just kind of like envision like in half a year to a year, it's just gonna be a bunch of like shuttered down businesses, boarded up like facades, and it's just gonna look ugly, you know. And it just kind of like makes me think back to the Great Depression when there was like those like soup lines you know and it's just like a whole bunch of just uh, you want to take us back all the way there no mija keep it positive pues es que, i mean <laughs> i try to stay positive but I'm, i also i'm pretty uh my mind wanders a lot and i get realistic or i see i try to see everything that could happen and i mean sometimes i go to bed thinking like what if i like you know there's people like in line waiting for like a, a fucking piece of bread you know like i'm just like oh god i mean um, there's people there, i mean there's elderly people waiting in line already for food banks so that's yeah, but happening like imagine that like times a hundred yeah and it, it would it can happen um i don't i think that the way that people are making their money now um won't it won't allow us to get that far i'm not saying that that's gonna that's what's gonna save us but I think that a lot of people are starting to make businesses like differently, you know, working independently and coming up with, I mean, just the way that Uber came up out of nowhere and it blew up and it was because we were trying to adapt to a way of living to make it easier. I think that humanity will come up with a way of making this a little bit easier on us. I'm not. Well, what, yeah, but I, I don't know that it's gonna be for the benefit of all of us. Like, I feel like if anything, this virus, if um, if it continues to be prevalent and, and you know in our society and stuff, I feel like the only thing that it's gonna do is uh, uh, push automation, okay. push like uh, uh, independent car or what do they call like the self-driving cars, push like oh artificial intelligence. Well, I guess that's part of it. Push like drone deliveries and push like in a in a fucking uh, those like self checkouts at the grocery stores and push like automated cooking robots at like fast food places and it's just gonna like be more and more of that because we're getting away from interaction and from connection from people and stuff like that so people are gonna be more and more at home being involved in like virtual reality and being uh enveloped in, in as much as much distancing as possible you know and like like that to me kind of goes towards a, a, a world type of like like what is it called Wally like where those people were in this chair the entire time just that was like scary separated from everybody and like a very independent or very alone sort of existence in their little chair like it just obviously that's like a, a very futuristic a very no like a very extreme um, a very extreme uh, a point of reference but I'm just saying like I feel like this kind of is is lends itself to get us to that point where everything is done by robots and um, there's more survey like all those things like to me it just sort of like it looks like we're going into that direction it know? is yeah no it definitely is I mean if anything they're going to ramp up more on like the ways to sterilize just the world and that that entails like having more isolation from one another 
even at doctor's offices, I'm sure that people are, I mean, you used to go into the doctor's office and being able to see the, the doctor from face to face, but we have, we, we have a, a veterinarian friend who is literally like, he's just taking the phone call and having the assistant check the, you know, the, the dog, you know, from, a, you know, from outside just to make, just to prevent, you know, kind of, you know, contamination. And it's a smart way to do it, but it, it just shows you how immediately changes are being taken effect to do that or to go towards that. So yeah, I know. And this government, they just uh, requested to ramp up telemedicine, which is just that. You know, doctors, uh, I guess, seeing you, talking to you from from far away, like through a screen and stuff like that, mm -hmm. uh, from home even, because you know they don't want this interaction or whatever. But like, what does this mean? I feel like this means there's gonna be a lot of people who are just it's gonna be harder to find jobs, you know? Mm -hmm. And I'm sure maybe this will create new industries and prop up new things. So I'm not trying to be like totally pessimistic because people will always find a way, that's for sure. Um, but uh, at the end of the day, I do feel like um, the less availability of jobs and more autom uh, automated uh, things like, you know, robots and stuff like that, then that means like less people working and yeah, maybe people who are maybe wealthier they become wealthier but the poor are just gonna become poor and it's hard on the elderly too because not all elderly i mean it's funny like a lot of um you you just turn on the tv and and they're like oh if you need someone if you need help go to www.org and i'm like like i like i just think about my grandmas and i'm like they don't even i'm they're not even understanding the TVs in, 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 in English. And are they even gonna like bust out like their tablets or whatever and go on this website for, cause they were promoting like volunteers or whatever. And I was, it's nice that they're putting all these services out there for a lot of these elderlies and like um, people with disabilities to go out and help. But um, a lot of these elderly or, or, or baby boomers, they don't have the tech, they're not tech savvy. They don't know how to how to use um, the technology. And sometimes it's even nowadays just with companies, like it's hard to get someone on the phone. Everything is done by a machine and stuff. And it's only going to affect certain types of people, like you said. And that's kind of sad because, it's, you know, like we can't we can't just disregard certain types of populations just because it doesn't affect us and i think that that's kind of like the main thing with this coronavirus is that we need to start thinking of okay now like i've put, I, I can take care of myself and it's not gonna affect me but how can i make it easier so that it's not it's not going to affect my neighbor or you know what i mean mm -hmm. so you know taking kind of a community approach to to this or just to be conscientious about our actions and it's not just about uh, it's not just about about us getting sick but getting others sick mm -hmm. so you were saying how they're doing these electronic kind of um appointments with patients doctors telemedicine, are, telemedicine. Uh -huh. i've done that i basically oh, done yeah. telemedicine. It's, not, it's, not, it's nothing new but i got my weed card like that so oh. and I, I i got my weed medical card okay <laughs> i think it's a great way for doctors to be able to see patients um i don't think that it's a great way to attack the coronavirus but i do think that it's a great way to kind of like ease up a lot of their their workload right because some of us I, I don't know how many patients they're seeing that they're like they actually need to be seen right now like people should not be going to doctor's offices for checkups they should not be going to offices for like minor things i do understand that there's there's a you know that there's they they do have 
I'm not trying to minimize their urgency, but I think that that's a great way for doctors to even just be like, okay, if you're not, you don't think that you have the virus, what is it that's sick with you? You know what I mean? Well, no, it's appropriate right now. I mean, obviously for right now, it's for the protection of the elderly people that might, you know, be at risk and they don't need to go to the hospital and be in a setting where there might be other sick people. It's for the protection of the doctors. The implication is that when this is all over and we're hopefully back to normal and stuff, that, you know, telemedicine is going to become like a normal thing where like your appointments now are mostly telemedicine, you know? And like what worries me is that that might lead to people not being diagnosed with things that they might have because, you know, when you go to the doctor and he like pushes down, they feel you and stuff. And if like, if they're just looking at you through a screen, they might not, because maybe you have like, say, something in your back or something that when they touched it or they felt it, they were like, oh, like this is not okay, you know? But I don't know that that's going to be able to be... It could be used as like a pre-screen, a pre-screen, a pre-screen for you. But yeah, I mean, yeah, no, definitely. Um, On a bright side, though, I did hear that dispensaries are considered essential. Oh, yeah. I, I, for one, agree with the government. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's medicinal, right? I mean, yeah. To me, definitely medicinal. Like I think it just eases my eases my just I would give me some anxiety. Um, I don't know that it has that it Yeah, there it is. Um, for me specifically, like it definitely eases my mind and it kind of like relaxes me like a lot more because I'm always like running along. But I was very happy that they're keeping them open and I think that I think that we. Sh- I think that they should kind of minimize a little bit on the vaping though, just because I heard that since it usually, I, what I'm getting from the information that's thrown at us is that this virus is basically attacking the respiratory system. And obviously if you're a smoker, a vapor, if you know, you like to inhale some stuff here and there, like that's your, it's going through your respiratory system. So, um, to prevent that, I've bought more edibles and I, (laughs) so I'm doing my part. Um, but that's one thing that I did see. Uh, um, yeah, no, that's, that's, it was pretty interesting when I saw it. Um, but it makes sense, you know, like, I figure that they figure that, you know, it's good for people's mental health and people who take it for med- medicinal purposes, you know, they need to still get it. Um, and it's legal, you know, and I mean, the, I think the government uh, is being realistic, at least here in California, because they did that, you know, they deemed... Uh, dispensary is essential and then they changed the laws uh, on alcohol sales um, just recently so that places like bars and, and clubs that only sell alcohol so that they can still have some sort of income happening and you know that's why today we stopped by Rich's and we went to their drive through sales uh, of alcohol um, which was you know it was interesting and we went obviously you can just go to the liquor store and get the same thing probably even for less money but I think it's about supporting these businesses that we count on them for for our own well-being you know and so hopefully now we can give back a little bit riches has provided a lot of well-being for me right like it's it's provided (laughs) us with a lot of uh, good experiences and maybe bad experiences no some more like more good ones i haven't had like very like i haven't had some very bad experiences how many stds do you think you got because of riches i mean I don't know, but the that number's—I feel like that number's lower compared to Grinder, so that's just like a little bit. That's a good thing, but um, but yes. Um, now, how do we feel about Grinder hookups? Right uh, now? I mean, 
it's just kind of sad because it's it's funny. Be- and I was making, I was kind of making this kind of like weird, kind of um, comparison mm-hmm. to HIV, right? Because obviously, like when the HIV pandemic happened, a lot of gay people died and stuff like that, and and we went through that, right? And homosexuals had to, you know, um, resist that, and we did, we prevailed, but. Even to the to, to this day, a lot of people with HIV they get this stigma, right? That mm-hmm. if you're HIV positive, like oh, you know, like it's a bad thing or whatever. Um, and for me right now, like if I go on, like I've never been that type of person. Obviously, like if you have an issue with it, wrap it up, you know, or be safe, take safe precautions, have that conversation with that person. If you are positive, like you know, be proactive. Are you taking your meds or whatever? But that's a different conversation. But now, like, you go on and I'm like, okay, should I put coronavirus negative or am I COVID no. negative, COVID positive, possible? I, I coughed like, dryly today, you know, is that... And it's a scary situation, but it does make me think twice before I go and hook up. I mean, I haven't hooked up recently. I It's been getting to be that moment for me. <laughs> she needs it. Like, it, you know, like, it, like she getting thirsty, a little bit parched, but starched. Starch, starch, but um, it, it does make it's 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 a conversation for me. I'm a little bit more cautious about this, uh-huh. but some some people, you know, they may not. I, I mean, I, I think it. honestly, it probably is um, the the best thing not to be hooking up or whatever because that is social interaction. Um, but at the same time, it's just, I know it's probably hard <laughs> to implement that. I mean, you know? I'm sure we all have, like, someone we go to for some good times, right? Like, we have some repeats. I mean, obviously, like, you're in good contact with your repeats. I know I am, or at least I, I'm about to be. <laughs> yeah. But, like, you know, it's, I mean, obviously, like, take a safe approach to your lifestyle. Keep like, it to your your usuals. Yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> I mean, you you with this with this virus like you obviously don't know and to me like it's just it's a little scary. Well, I have been cooking more because of this virus, which is nice. It's good. Um, you know, forcing me to stay home. You know, I've been cooking more and like I bought a whole bunch of food the other day like everybody else was doing. And what do you cook, first of all? I put everything. I mean, mostly and Mexican yeah. food because being Mexican, that's what I know how to cook. But what, I, what I've been... Um, one thing I've been doing a lot lately is like reductions. So like if you add, you can add anything. Like for example, you throw some veggies and like some chicken or whatever. Reductions. And then, and then you add like say some uh, some Merlot or like a red wine and some uh, white wine vinegar. And then you can add maybe like a few sprigs of like rosemary or whatever. And you let that like liquid cook until it like uh, boils and evaporates and stuff. And then it reduces into like, like a, almost like a syrupy type of like... Uh, like a caramelized type yeah, like of deal. texture yeah uh consistency i mean like a syrupy syrupy consistency and then it just coats all the like meats and stuff Ooh, and then you can do all kinds of like you liquids. need to stop like, i mean i'm like i'm hungry right now <laughs> you can like the other day i did uh orange juice right so i threw some orange juice with uh, uh some of that wine and then i think i did something spicy i forget i had something like a like a spicy sauce or something that i oh it was like just chile like salsa from like the bottle um and then i made it and then it was just like a like a tangy like spicy sauce uh, i mean uh, yeah like a sauce it was so good with like chicken so i've been into reductions a lot and was she um, cooking she cooking up a storm out there cooking, yeah. i mean that's cute i you know 
cooking's not for me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everybody got their hobbies. I like. I mean, for me, like my like I. Just the way that my daily routine schedule goes is, I like to go to the gym and I go, I go to school and I like to study and I like to just kind of like sit down and just have my own moment. I'll like go to the park and I'll go hiking. Now though, it's you can't do that. So for me, it's I have been waking up every morning and I've been doing like my sit-ups and I've been doing some push-ups. I did pull my back out. I think, oh my god, it was like last week, which is which sucked. I was pissed. Mostly because I had like a perfect tuck-up lined up and it was about to happen and that's why I went to the gym to look like good, right? Um, and it, like I couldn't, I mean I still like got some... Te quisiste lucir. Head, but it was like, yeah, yeah no, and it, and it just kind of like blew up in my face, it sucked. But... <laughs> wait, wait, wait. What blew up in your face? It's a lot of things. It's a lot of things. <laughs> a lot of creamy things. But uh, but it was it, it was the last time I hooked up, and it was pre coronavirus, which I it still sticks out in my head. And I'm like, did he have COVID nineteen? <laughs> and I'm a carrier, but hopefully not. I mean, I I um. He said he didn't travel anytime. You can't not know because that's one of the scariest things that um people without symptoms, you know, might be spreading it, and uh, the it most it spreads through like. Uh, like droplets, you know, and, and um, when you sneeze or whatever. So I'm not exactly sure how it transmits um, when you're not symptomatic. Maybe if it's in your like mucus and like you go like this, like you rub your nose and then you like <laughs> uh, you like put your hand somewhere, and then I can see how it can transmit a little it's bit. Contagious, like that. yeah, 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 for um, sure. But but I've started seeing people on my Facebook feed who have it or who have gotten it. A people, people you know? People that I know, yeah. And like, not like people that I know closely, but you know, people who- You haven't seen any are... of these people recently, have you? No, 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 I not, haven't, haven't seen them in person. But I've seen people post on Facebook that they have it and, um, and it's crazy, you know, because it just makes it that much more uh, personal and close to you. And like now, you know, did you hear that Andy Cohen has it? Oh, yeah, 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 I heard about him. Yeah, no, I totally heard. He got it. Well, bitch, not to put you, like, on edge, but we went across a couple weekends ago. And there was, like, two people who got it. Well, who had it when they went. Um, Right. But Cross was fun. I do want to say, like, a lot of people that were at Cross took some very good... Precautions, yeah. Like I saw a lot of people with like their masks and stuff. But oh, not no, only honey, that, are they just the ones that the ravers wear? They no, put, they put a little Vicks inside and they drop some 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 pills and bitch, they be tripping. I mean, I need some of that mask too, <laughs> shit. But <laughs> it was it was a. Uh, uh, it was used for two reasons. So it was, yeah, it was substance. It was like friendly substances. <laughs> but anyways, no. Um, and but not only that, but like I, when you, we would wait in the bathroom, like to get into the bathroom was like a, a little bit even longer because people would be like trying to wash their hands, hand sanitizer. It has hand sanitizers all over the like the porta potties. Um, and even when we went out like to just eat in the festival, like they had a whole bunch of like hand sanitizers and ways to prevent it, and they were trying to be a little bit more proactive. Um, but it was that still like cross happened right before this shit like went, went down. To fire. Yeah, like it, it just like I mean there was talks about it and the like the week of after cross everything after cross like changed. was just yeah everything was just changed. Coachella started ca- got canceled. What's that country one? That country one got stage canceled coach. too. Yeah, stagecoach got ca- canceled. Um, so I'm just glad that we we were able to see Rufus Dussault and Purple Disco. It was the Disco. last big event that happened in the 
in the whole area in the state. I, I knew know. we should have done more substances that weekend. <laughs> like I knew we should have just went hard because that was like three days to recover. <laughs> that was like our last weekend um, mm-hmm. for anything, and it's kind of sad. I miss those days. I I miss those days. So th- this is the this is what I, you know, keeps me up at night. Like, are we ever gonna have? events like that again or when are we going to have events like that again Um, because let's say like you know the only thing that's going to maybe change this whole situation is if we get that um, vaccine you know and the vaccine let's say takes about a year to be done and tested and be like okay this doesn't kill anybody it's ready for human um, you know for trials Uh, no, 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 after trials, you know, let's say that it takes like a year for the trials and all of that. But then after that, it's like they got to do the production and then they got to figure out who gets it or who doesn't because the fucking medical system in this country is a fucking joke. And um, and then so like for people to actually get it, like the flu vaccine that we have now, that's going to be like maybe even two years or something, you know? It's going to take a long time. And so that just makes me wonder, like, you know, when are we able ever able to get back to that kind of lifestyle you know like in in two years and five years um because it's not happening anytime soon you know it's not gonna happen i don't i don't i don't even see uh, like school ending like soleil this I oh soleil. my god soleil well like halloween and our pride and everything like everything is you know we live in a city where we can do a lot of things outdoors right yeah. like we we live in a city where we have mountains like not too far away we have the beach right here we have like a bunch of things that we can do and it's always sunny outside so we're used to like just you know being outdoors at some like point in our day and the fact that we can't even like go to work is crazy right and so you know moving forward we do have to be hopeful and stuff i do think that things will get back to normalcy at some point maybe it'll be like a year or two from now Mm -hmm. um but the way that i'm thinking is think people are going to be more proactive about staying in um more proactive about not 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 getting into big groups or doing only the essentials and helping each other out and i think that if we keep the numbers of uh, uh, of people getting infected or, or the progression of this virus i think that as long as we can make this plateau this number plateau at a number where like okay this is the amount of people getting infected and there's no more so long as it doesn't increase past that right Right, but like once we get to that point it's not like we can just go back to being like no 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 like it's just like it's gonna take like the vaccine or whatever to for people to have this vaccine and be like okay we're good now because we don't have to worry about dying or whatever you know um but, but in the meanwhile but making just... it plateau at least is making it's having a sense of like kind of like control of being able to like be like okay we can suppress it we can't suppress it but we can control the contamination and that's kind of what we need to get to right now and once we get to the plateau we're just gonna have to stay in and stay in no learn to yeah no learn to kind of adapt to our new normal and that's right. perfectly fine and just you know what like i really lament the fact that i don't want to live in a world where everybody's not afraid affectionate. of each other yeah or not well, affectionate or you don't even like smile when you walk by but rather you just kind of like you're like okay this bitch don't get too close to me kind of deal you know and yeah, it's just yeah, like no. i i fear that you know it is why well, i mean i wore so i wore that mask today and it doesn't so it feels weird wearing a mask like the i wore a mask to the groceries day, the other day because it was like way too many people and i got kind of scared but you see a couple people wearing masks the majority of people are not wearing masks. Um, I don't know why, but I, like to me, I like I would wear a mask. And 
you see kids like looking at you like weird. There was one kid who just was like, hey, but everyone else was like super scared. And it just, it shuts down that affection or that smile or that like look or just having that like smirk on you to say like, hey, it's okay. Or just like, you know what I mean? And, and that's, that's kind of, I mean, we're headed that way, but that those are unfortunate um unfortunate situation it's just like living in fear you know? those are sacrifices that we need to do in order to be able to survive for now it's just a temporary for me it's, we got to say it's temporary because even if it's going to be one or two or three years like okay it's a temporary even if we don't go back to normal our normal will be that normal you know what i mean and unfortunate like we need to kind of just find ways to be able to remember how it is now and how and find a way of normalcy um but it is it's scary i it's it's fucking scary that we're gonna have to like yeah and it just puts into question so many things like when will you ever be able to go to the movie we can go to like the drive in disneyland oh yeah you can go to the drive but we only have one here (laughs) right yeah there's no there's two there's one in in santee and one in chula um but yeah you can't go to like disneyland or any of those parks or uh what else i don't know the beach people people were going to the beach i mean they they kept talking about how the millennials are, are not staying in and and stuff like that and you know to that like yes we we do have to stay in and we do have to do this and and we have to we have to obey whatever the government is telling us um obviously that doesn't mean that your life is 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 dead like you can still go out for walking and and for walks and stuff but i love that picture where they they showed like all these people at the fucking beach just partying it up oh yeah that was happening in florida (laughs) that was in florida and i'm like i don't know how many cases they have in florida but maybe they just they haven't gotten to the to our point no, no, no. The, that was last weekend, and it was uh, St. Patrick's weekend, and um, so people were, and then it was also spring break weekend, so it was all the spring breakers, and um, yeah, no, they they caught a lot of criticism because um, because of those pictures and those videos of them like uh, partying like crazy still, but then the the governor ordered all the beach, no, the mayor of Miami ordered the beaches closed in Miami, but I don't know if they ordered them statewide, but then Miami, Florida went into lockdown too. Oh, well, that's like good. California, yeah. Well, that's the thing. I, I think, do you think it's essential for us to go on a, on a national lockdown? Um, I mean, it's just, probably yes. I mean, we all in the entire country have to take the same measures. Um, obviously, California is the most populous state. So over here, it's more, uh, it's more urgent than, say, in North Dakota or something because over there there's just less density of people you know but um, but definitely uh, you know the entire country should be taking the same measures because people are traveling back and forth you know pe- the planes are still going we're sitting here under the plane flat fi- uh, the plane f- uh, no the flight path and they're going in and out or going in and in and in um, and so people are still going all over the place there so. is um, I drove over to your place and on the way there I did see that there was a cruise ship where there is usually not a cruise ship over by the navy base mm-hmm. and it was just there like i was getting on the freeway and i was like holy shit there's a cruise ship there and it's it's usually used that spot is usually used for military like you usually like that's where the navy goes and anytime after three it's fucking chaos but today i saw it and i was like oh my god there's a cruise ship there so i i, I don't know what it is or what what was that about but there's there's you can see a little bit of the. You can definitely see a difference in the community. There, it's it's a lot emptier. There's no traffic, and it's a Saturday. So I think that 
we're going in the right place. Um, and I think that so long as we can keep this up for two weeks, Hopefully. we can at least um, say that we're doing our share and we should see at least our numbers, at least here in our community, kind of stabilize, right? Yeah, because right now they're going up and up and up. They're and gonna And they're going to go up because this barely just started last night, right? Like our order barely came out last night from our government. I'm sorry, just burp. Our order just came out last night from oh, no, our... No, it's on Thursday. Oh, on Thursday, it was, uh, it was announced. It was announced. Well, the thing is that it's not like how many more people are going to get infected right now, but the thing is that for the past two weeks or past month or however long the virus has been here, people have been getting infected, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's just like... Uh, the more tests that we are able to have in this in this state, the more tests that they're doing and the more positives that they're getting. So, like, it, it's just like the numbers of confirmed cases does, does not reflect the number of infections, you know? No. But um, as long as as long as um, they test enough until those t- those numbers of confirmed cases flattened out then that's gonna that's gonna be like the good indication that we're doing better but that's gonna take way longer you know i mean it yeah it is gonna take longer um but you know i just wonder how many people actually have been infected with the virus out there because that we will never know we won't we we will never be able to do that but uh, you know if we don't even keep if we're not even if we didn't have these numbers we wouldn't even be able to kind of like make statements or be able to predict of what what's gonna happen and so i also saw that they were i'm not sure if it was the doctor that's working with 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 Trump, I don't want to say president because I'm like the same president. But I saw that the doctor that's working with Trump say that he is one of the people that he believes that in order for us to get a vaccine, the quickest and the fastest way is that we should be doing the trials on people already. Oh well, I that's pushing. That. That's crazy. In a way, that's I see how the urgency of the situation can kind of like push someone to think that well it's not possible i mean they can't just rush the vaccine trial this happened in the 80s where they rushed a vaccine i forget for what it was but um they gave it to a bunch of people and then people got paralyzed people got paralyzed from this vaccine that was uh rushed and not tested accordingly or appropriately and it did that and it's crazy i mean they should not i mean they shouldn't skip animal trials at least and i know i love animals and i'm all for animals and stuff but at this moment i mean we we need we need we need to progress somehow well they're Um, already doing they're already doing uh human trials in uh in in washington i think in seattle they the company started human trials of one vaccine already uh last week and uh i think it was maybe the week before and it was a woman uh who was the first trial but they're already doing that but the trials take a long time because they got to give you like one vaccine and then like a month later another another two months later another and it's just like it's a process you know so um, and I know that they were, also, they also had a, they, I don't know how much they approved. I think it was like three point something billion dollars, um, to go, um, towards the vaccine. I'm not sure how much that was, but I think that that's good. And just working towards a vaccine gives us kind of like a hope that this shit will settle down somehow. Um, hope, I live on it. hope for sure. A couple recommendations, um, to spend your time, obviously, other than listening to us, <laughs> but um, listen to all of our other podcasts. Uh, if you have it. They're not as good as 
maybe today's or the last. I feel like our last ones were like the best ones, <laughs> and that one that we lost was also on point. But oh anyway, but anyways, no, just some kind of like recommendations on what to watch on on Netflix, right? Like oh. right now, I started watching um Next in Fashion, and oh, I saw that. I I haven't finished it yet. I like it. I think it's cute. Um, and I think it's it, it's pretty fun. It's a good it's a good way to pass the time. I haven't finished Project Runway, and I know who won, but I think that I'm just gonna skip until the finale because I think he was I think he was, I, I honestly thought he was gonna win ever since day one so I'm yeah. proud that he won um and I saw Outbreak just because <laughs> on Netflix just because everyone kept talking about Outbreak and I remember watching it when I was like little and it came out in 95 um that's a little it's 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 it's, it's a little scary um I haven't I, I I'm sure I saw it when I was a kid, but I haven't seen it recently. It's a little scary, um, only because, like, obviously, like, they get a little bit gory, um, and the way that, like, the patients are portrayed, like, oh my god, they're, like, coughing in your face and all this stuff, like, I think we've passed that, like, let's not have that happen, we all know <laughs> what needs to happen, right, but it's very realistic, you don't know that this shit is not gonna happen, and you don't know, obviously, like, maybe the symptoms are not the same for that, because it's very gory, but you don't know that that's not gonna happen, and that scares me. Right. No, I think people are being very, very good about maintaining their distance and obeying. And I mean, we're all in this together. You know, if there's anything to take away, like positive for me from this, is that we're all in this together, and we're all, we're all going through the same like traumatizing experience together. So we can all sympathize with each other. There's nobody who doesn't get it or whatever. Hopefully. Um, so that to me is, is pretty amazing, you know, to have one connecting experience with literally the whole word world is, um, it's kind of mind blowing to me. It's a little scary for me. That's fucking hella scary. I mean, at least I wish that there was like one or certain people that couldn't get it. Maybe cause we can get that, make that scientifically, uh, scientific like vaccine faster, right. but that just makes it even scarier. Cause then that just opens up a whole other kind of worms of other things. Like they'll become superior to other people or species. Like that's just scary. But right? no, but we're still all going through the same experience because our world is paralyzed, you know, like the jobs are paralyzed. Economy, economy yeah. We don't know what's going to happen. And so we're all going through it at the same time together. And um, nobody right now is better than the other. Like we see, I'm sure that they have money, but I see artists like posting videos of them bored at home, going crazy. Like, you know, like these singers or whoever, actors. And it just kind of shows you that they're, they're no different than, than us. You know, when, when people put them up on this pedestal and like they think of them as these like deities or like just supernatural persons or humans that exist on like a different plane or something. No, bitch, they're just the same and they're right now stuck at home, like twiddling their thumbs, wondering what to do next. Um, obviously, maybe they have a better cushion to lay on because they got millions or whatever. Um, but not not all of them. Uh, but yeah, it's just it just kind of equalizes everybody. That to me is the most mind blowing. It does. It does have a sense of normal. Yeah, I mean, it, you can see the differences in people. I think I saw a video on YouTube that showed different broadcasters like just a week before and after, mm. especially the Republicans, and they're like, it's oh, it's well. a shame how the Democrats are using this to politicize and da 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 da, da. and then like just a, a week after, you guys need to cover your mouse <laughs> like they were just like this coronavirus is no joke and it's just you know it, it just it, it shows you that it, it you can this coronavirus is affecting everyone it's not just affecting 
you know, certain types of people, or it's not just you going through this, it's, it's everyone. Um, it is nice not to hear any more, like, bullshit about either Trump or the election or um, the re- Democrats against the Republicans and what Pelosi said and what Schumer said and what Trump said and what Mitch McConnell said. I was so tired of that that I, I do feel like a relief from that bullshit because it's such bullshit. Um, at least this is something serious that, you know, I, like I was scared of Trump and Mitch McConnell like fucking shit up, but it just felt like something that we could do something about or that that it was just bullshit, you know, that somebody was coming up with this bullshit from their mouth. But this coronavirus, it just feels like something that, while it's scary, we're all dealing with it. Whether it's Trump or Mitch McConnell or you and I, like, we're all scared of it. Rona's a fucking thug. She gonna get us all. Rona's gonna get us all. I know that she gonna come for me. Miss Corona. It's fucking scary. So... You know, we need to be proactive. We need to be more optimistic. Um, obviously, realistically, like, it's hard to do. Um, but, you know, unless you want to be, you know, Debbie Downer, then you can be Debbie Downer, but I probably won't be hanging out with you if you're Debbie Downer. So I saw Outbreak, and that one's on Netflix. Netflix, um, I was watching Next Next in Fashion. Outbreak. Oh, yeah. I saw Pandemic, which I think I spoke about a little bit earlier in the episodes. Um, but yeah, just, you know, stay inside. For sure, stay inside. Um, yeah, we're gonna stay inside and um, keep up those those connections, those conversations with friends. Um, I know I, I feel like our friends have been very active on like the group chats and like just conversing and, and staying on, on, on top of each other. Um, I, I feel like some people might be predisposed to to distance like further you know to not communicate a lot or whatever but i think that might be counterproductive i mean i think it's i think it's, mental health it shows um it, it kind of shows people um so i kind of seen like a difference in type of in, in people's personalities like if 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 you've learned to be okay with by yourself and learn to kind of like provide and self and be self-sufficient and not be able you're okay with being not in a relationship and you don't need to be you know what i mean kind of like an independent person i think that those people are striving right now whereas a lot of people they are more codependent i mean some people just don't like being alone or they they like the company they need the company right right um and I mean, I know a lot of friends that like are, are in that type of situation. Yet they're single, or they don't have any roommates, and it's I, it's I I don't know. I feel like it's it might be a little bit harder for them only because like for me, I'm more of an independent person, and I like silence and being able to just read a book and just kind of like zone out while I study or whatever. But there's some people who just kind of more more needy, I guess. <laughs> more <laughs> so, social, more, more social, whatever it might be. Yeah, no, luckily, like I said earlier, like, I am happy just being alone and being by myself and doing things by myself, whether that's playing a game or, I don't know, reading a book or whatever, even though I don't read very much. But if it comes to that, I'll be just happy. Um, Books are fun. But, yeah, once you get that little, like, oh, like, I just want to go and, like, walk over to Flicks or walk over to Pex and you can't do that, like, it's just, it's just, like... I want to go to the Eagle. My dreams being crushed or something, you know? Um... (laughs) Because it's like such a simple thing, but you can't do it. I mean, yeah, just a simple thing. I don't even think, I'm not sure if the libraries are open. I don't even think no, that the libraries not. are open. No, and no. Um, the other day, I did want to go to the library just because I wanted to get out of the house. And um, 
and I don't I, I I ended up not going but I wonder if those are open and it's just it's really sad it's sad and gloomy um but but we're gonna get through this we're gonna stay positive and um I don't know stay connected stay with each other support each other support the friends that need us and that need you know us to reach out don't be scared to look up shit like if you I, I know that there's a lot of things that we are kind of like rely on people to do but learning how to do something new it can pass the time and mm-hmm. sometimes we, I think I think we're gonna need a lot of that these days so hey, we're gonna learn a lot of trades yeah well with that though try to stay positive I want to I want to thank you guys for tuning in this week um, we are coming to you live from Bubble. Well, not live. We are coming to you alive from Bubble alive. Apart. <laughs> we are hopefully not contaminated, um, and hopefully we'll be here for next week. We might even do another episode midweek since we got that much time right now. So okay, we'll figure a couple things out, and you know, you know, just keep on listening in, and don't forget to follow us on at the Sunday Come Down on Instagram. That's that's right. That's right. Well, thank you very much. And uh, y'all have a nice week. Stay safe. And goodbye. Bye.